Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of That Drum Life Podcast. Back again for another episode. Thanks so much for being here with me and checking out That Drum Life Podcast week after week, or as, it, as it's been the, the last couple of weeks, maybe every other week. Friends, when things get busy, and if you're a musician, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're not just running one running one business, you're running several businesses all together. And sometimes one gets a little crazy and it takes over the others and that's just kind of that's just kind of how it do. Anyway, friends, with that, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a great week so far. I hope you're hopeful for all the new shows coming out, um drum shows coming up, concerts coming up, clinics, whatever. Just get out and let's restart the world again. You know, do as you need to do. I know here in LA, um, the mass mandates are slowly getting lifted, but still, friends, come on, just keep your heads about you, wash your hands, you know, wear your mask if it makes you feel comfortable. Um, I do because, you know, come on, it's the least, it's the least I can do, right? So a couple of dates coming up. Let's talk business a little bit. Um, The Delaware Drum Show was February 27th. That was a huge resounding success. Big congrats to everyone that was there. Coming up, there's the UK Drum Show in Liverpool. That's uh, April 3rd. There's Music Mesa in Frankfurt. That's April 29th through May 1st. There's the Chicago Drum Show. That is a a huge drum show. I'm not sure if it is the biggest one in the country, but it probably is. It wouldn't surprise me (laughs) if it is. The Chicago Drum Show is coming up May 21st and 22nd. Go check them out, rebeats.com. Get your tickets now if you're not there. It's worth the road trip anyway to go. So Chicago Drum Show, May 21st and 22nd. There's the Music City Drum Show in Nashville. That's right, July 9th and 10th. This is the second or third year that they've had it. Uh, it's, it's a really nice drum show. Again, it's worth the road trip if you're within driving distance or flying distance. I might just fly out there for, uh, you know, just to see all my old friends and stuff in Nashville. You got the NAM show coming up June 3rd through the 5th. There is no summer NAM. They're combining the two this year. So instead of winter NAM in January... Uh, we passed all that, and now they're having one big giant NAM show in June, June 3rd through 5th, at the Anaheim Convention Center. I'll be there. I'll see you there. Uh, you have uh, NAM Music Mesa in Moscow. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. No idea. Anyway, keep your eyes open if you want to go. Go for it. <laughs> if not, no worries at all. Uh, PASIC is in Indianapolis. Again, that's November 9th through the 12th. And really, if you go to PASIC and you're in Indy, go to the Rhythm Discovery Center. It's one of my favorite places on earth. If you're an old vintage drum nerd and stuff, you have to go because it's full of drum stuff that you just don't really see anywhere. Well, you see them in, you know, maybe the magazines and on the internet and, uh, you know, the vintage drum forums and Instagrams and all that stuff. But to see stuff like that, like live and in person, it's really, man, it's really cool. I go there every single time I'm at PASIC. So if you do that, go to that too. Now, coming up this weekend, this coming weekend, Saturday, is the Las Vegas Drum Show. It's the first year 
of the Las Vegas Drum Show, and it's going to be huge. I'm going to be there with Pfeiffer Drum Co. A lot of other drum builders are going to be there. New gear, used gear, buying, selling, trading, shop talking, uh, just standing around and being seen. I know how it is. Go to the Las Vegas Drum Show. This is put on by the Las Vegas Drum Room, and uh, you can go to the LasVegasDrumShow.com. Actually, no, the it's just LasVegasDrumShow.com, and you can get tickets there, or you can get tickets at the door. Like I said, I'm taking my company Pfeiffer Drum Co. I'm gonna have new drums there, new snare drums, new drum sets, uh, that kind of thing, and a couple of accessories. And I'm running show specials on all my drums, plus. The price of your ticket goes toward your purchase of a Pfeiffer Drum Co. snare or drum set. That's right. So you spend $15 at the door to get in, and then you get that much of a discount if you choose to buy a Pfeiffer snare. So it's a win-win all the way. So I will see you there. Bring your, uh, you know, bring your shopping chops, all right? Cool. This week on That Drum Life Podcast, I wanted to share my thoughts with you about ear training for drummers. Now, this is different from your normal music theory ear training where you're dealing with pitch, you're dealing with intervals and chords and majors and minors and modes and all that other good stuff. So that's got a place. Great. Not here right now. This is ear training for drummers. And what I mean by that is knowing your sounds, knowing your sounds so well that whatever sound you change out, how that changes the sound of your entire drum set. There's not a whole lot of instruments where you can change out one little piece. You can't go to a piano and change out all the C sharps to something else, uh, right? I mean, you know, one person did it successfully and it was kind of cool, but you know, you're not going to see that on a guitar. You can't change out, you know, one string to a bass string and suddenly that's, that's a new thing. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I challenge all the guitarists out there to, you know, get a little crazy with it. Drums are one of those unique animals has so many parts to it, you can change out one thing and it changes the sound of the whole thing. You can change out the bass drum, you can change out the hi-hats and it changes the way you play. It changes the way the whole thing sounds. You're listening to it, you're part of it, it changes the way you play. Usually you're changing out snare drums. Typically that's what's going on. If you want a different sound from your entire drum set, change out the snare drum. So how do you choose? Let's say you built up a pretty decent snare collection, and by that, I mean three to four snares, <laughs> okay? Look, you know me, I get a little crazy with this stuff. I was up to like 55 snares, I think, and I don't, I, I, I played the whole case roulette thing. I don't even know what's in this case, and you open it up, and oh, I haven't played that in years. Straight to eBay. Now, you don't need that many snares, but if you're going into... If you're going into the studio, if you're going to play a lot of gigs and you know that kind of thing, you need a selection of drums. You need some wood drums, you need some metal drums, and then you need some, you know, a little more crazier drums, some piccolos and like little popcorn snares and an acrylic or something like that. You need a variety of snare drums. You don't necessarily need a variety of drum sets. It's cool to have different size bass drums, that kind of thing, but you're gonna get the most bang for your buck out of a good snare drum collection. So, three to four snares. Let's go crazy, three to five snares, all right? If you got five snares, great, you're smoking. If you got three snares, perfect. That's all you really need. Out of all my drums, there's three snares that I pretty much use 99% of the time. That last 1% of the time, I'm either triggering something else or it's some kind of you know sound effect or something like that. Out of those snares, 
I know what they're going to sound like and how they're going to change the sound of the drum set. I know what kind of drummer I'm going to be when I put that snare drum on versus this other snare drum versus that third snare drum. All right. Because I've been listening to them for so long. I've trained my ears to tell my brain that this snare is the one that you should go with for this song or this, this whole album or, you know, whatever it is. Okay. So some suggestions for you in order to really get something like this done, you need to have a plan. It's not just about playing the same stuff for a long time and then you get used to it. That's not a, that's not really a plan that happens by accident. A plan is something that you can rely on and you can go back to and redo to get the same results. That's a plan. So there's two major parts of this plan. The first one is you have to set up some kind of recording system. When you are playing the drums, you're using a completely different part of your brain than when you are listening back. You are so busy, your body is busy, your brain is busy, playing the drums, getting all the limbs to, to, you know, to coordinate together. And then there's a real time feedback that, you know, goes into your decision making like, okay, did this work out? Okay. I'm going to do that again later. There's, there's so much going on when you're playing the drums that you really can't listen properly. You can hear great, but it's purely for just, you know, maintenance as you go. It's just real time maintenance as you go when you're playing the drums. Listening is a completely different thing. You have to separate yourself from the business of, you know, flailing your arms around and playing the drums. You have to separate yourself from that and listen back. Sitting down, doing nothing, thinking about nothing. Maybe you're closing your eyes and you're listening. You're taking everything in and then you can properly analyze what you did and what kind of sound you have. So you have to separate between the playing and the listening, you can't do it all at the same time with any meaningful results, okay? I'm sure that some drum people will tell you otherwise. That's just not, that's just not true. You cannot multitask like that. The brain doesn't work that way at all. So get some kind of recording device. It doesn't matter if it's a full-on huge Pro Tool system or it's your iPhone or whatever, you know, prop up your Galaxy Pro, whatever it is now, and just have something that will capture your performance, all right? Now, what you play has to be pretty straightforward. No fancy fills, it's not a chop fest or anything like that. Seriously, play Billie Jean (laughs) for five minutes. Just play that beat for five minutes, right? Listen to a click, whatever you need to do, and just get that sound recorded into something reliable so you can listen to it later, okay? So keep it simple, just play, get something down on track, all right? Now, what instrument to use? Now, this is an experiment, and this is an experiment you're going to learn from, you're going to get some kind of benefit out of later. Any experiment needs a control. So what I want you to do is get your snare drum collection that you really want to get to know well. Three to five drums, you know, whatever it is. Pick the one that you're most familiar with. If you don't have one that you're most familiar with, I would recommend something as close to a superphonic as you can possibly get. That's a five 
by 14 drum, five and a half by 14 drum is fine too. Aluminum shell, dry, flat, very boring sound, slash the most recorded snare drum sound in history. All right, start there. If you've got a superphonic, great. I think every snare drum collection needs at least one acrylite and one superphonic, okay? So put that on your drum set and then play, record. That is your control. That one, let's just go with aluminum snare, that aluminum snare is your control. So what you need to do is play along, record that, listen to it back. Pick out another snare, play the same thing, record that, listen to it back. Then go back to the control and only listen to those two snares. Listen to the first one, listen to the second one. Listen to the first one again, listen to the second one. Go back to the first one, okay? You constantly have to go back to your control. This is home base for you. That aluminum snare is what everything else has to compare to, all right? So you've got that one sound and you know the distance between this sound and say your brass drum or the sonic distance between your aluminum snare and your maple snare. All right, you know which direction to go, but if you think about it all in your head, the aluminum snare is your hub and you branch out from there. That paints a picture in your head of a graph that you can, you can follow. You can reliably go to one place or another. If you start with your control and you need something warmer for a track, but you need something really cutting too, like a metal snare, then go with the brass. If you need something else, a little mellower, if you want a little bit more, you know, a little bit more balanced sound instead of cut, then you go with the maple. But you always go back to your control, okay? My control is a superphonic, <laughs> all right? If you have one, that's your control snare and you can branch out from there. So the two most important rules, you have to record yourself and listen back while you're not doing anything else. You have to listen back while you're not trying to play the drum set. That way you can listen with the right part of your brain. The second part is have a control snare drum, that superphonic or whatever have you, the drum you are most familiar with. Listen to that one back, then change snares, listen to that one back, then go back to your control. Back and forth, back and forth. You're constantly going back to your home base, your control snare drum. And this is something that you can redo every other week or so, once a month or so, just check back in, get those same drums out, play your control snare, play something else, play your control, play something else, and so on and so forth. It's a great plan to really get your ears in check. So when it comes time to choose a snare drum for a session or a live show or whatever, You've got that sound in your head. You know exactly how it's gonna sound, how it's gonna affect the rest of your drum set, and most importantly, how it's gonna affect you, how it's gonna change you as a drummer while you're playing it. Friends, give it a shot. Let me know. You can get in touch with me at darren at thatdrumlife.com. That's Darren with one R, D-A-R-E-N, at thatdrumlife.com. Friends, I will see you this Saturday in Vegas for the Las Vegas Drum Show. I can't wait. I'm super stoked about the whole thing. Until then, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Have a great week. And I'll catch you next time on That Drum Live Podcast. Mm -hmm.